from all of your study, like what are some ideas for people who are in fear or when fear does come up? Because I think a lot of this time more fear has shown up for me than at any other time in my life in the last, you know, year and a half. Um, you know, and just weird, you know, strange fears that never encountered really before, but I'm sure it represent a different fear that's at the root part of what we all fear. Yeah, totally. I think what you're saying is really big around, like, I know so many people that are like in a fear space around, like, should I be living here? Should I have this job? Especially if you have kiddos in the world that are young right now, I work with a lot of parents and young adults too. And like, it's, it's a lot to try to figure out how to protect, right? There's this fear of like, how do I protect the people that I love? So all of that, like you're saying is going through the ethers, right? And so at least for me, and I'd, I'd be curious, I'd love both of your perspectives on this, but if I can contact fear ever for me, fear is usually in the lower part of my body. It's usually like more in my stomach or kind of like in my heart. It's never like up here for some reason, it's always down here, which for me as a person who kind of uses the chakras and the energy centers and believes in them, a lot of the lower three chakras belong to the body. They run the body in a way. So I'm like, my spirit's not afraid. A lot of times I check in and I'm like, my spirit's actually not afraid of this. So if my body is afraid of this, how much of this energy is my energy, right? This is my empath stuff. And how much of it is the energy of the collective that I'm feeling in the world? Because even though we're separate, we're not. <laughs> and so I always connect in and I'm like, okay, if I'm feeling a lot of energy, that's not mine. It means I'm not actually connected to me. Like if I'm in a fear, complete fear space, and I can't contact that other part of me that also trusts then I'm like, okay, I'm not fully connected. And so I have like a first aid kit of tools in my mind that I'm like, when I'm not connected, what are the things that bring me joy? What are the things that connect me to myself? It doesn't mean I'm bypassing what's happening in the world or pretending it's not happening. But when I'm connected to myself, even if there's fearful things, I can see it out here, but oops, sorry, I'm gone. I can see the fear out here, but I'm not becoming it right? It's, it's that awareness piece of like, oh, I can see the fear out here. That makes so much sense. And when I become the fear, I'm reacting from a place that's not helping anyone. And so in order to really move fear out, we actually have to connect with what we are, which is the toolbox of joy. And I think I did a podcast recently on this and I, I was like listening to it later and literally, I don't know about you all. I would love like your feedback on this, but when I'm in a fear place or not a good place, I have to slow down because I'm one of those people that, that speeds up. I'm like, okay, I'm in a fear space. Let's like make our to-do list. Let's put more control in. Like when we get more fearful, we want to control things mm -hmm. to make us feel better. And yet we're not actually feeling better because we can't control anything. We can control the effort, but not the outcome. Mm -hmm. So I have this list of things that I do. And I talked about this on a podcast. It's, it's like getting clear on what the things are that connect you back into yourself. So even if there's fear, you don't become it. And mine sometimes is literally grabbing like seven and a half pillows and like four and a half blankets and making a pile on my floor. And I breathe and I come back to myself and my dog's laying there. And I'm just like, wow, I just matched a fear frequency. That's not actually mine. And I don't know if it's actually helpful. And if I do things out of this, I'm not actually authenticating my life, if that makes sense. No, it really does. And I love how you explained going through it, because that's really what happens is we are disconnected. 
and you know perhaps connected to that larger field a little too much you know because there is a huge frequency of so many levels of consciousness and different things but um well put to really yeah or even the thing with control like i know i i had an experience um with ayahuasca and my whole thing was on control that was like the whole experience i had and so then i had this interest of asking random people and different people in my life like do you control your life like I was curious like what is your answer to that like you know and then even just by and for me it was more like at first it was like no and then I evolved it after asking people I was like well yes but like not in the way people think you control it you know so attaching control and fear together I think is really um really beautiful how you said that because then we can open up to the expansion and my partner should listen to this episode too <laughs> since the masculine energy is all about control but <laughs> well and i think control too we start doing these things at a push they're not coming from like oh i love what i'm doing or abundant they're more like i better do this or i don't get that or if i don't do that they're gonna hurt me like it's, it's the whole the activity is coming from the wrong energetic space as well. So generally good's not going to come forward from it because it's done in a panic of scare. And there's something I think you're both bringing up in a way too, is like there's something a lot of people are tapping into on this planet around the masculine feminine balance energy too, of like so much of our planet has been like going out doing right? This kind of like more control you were saying. And there's something about this, how do we receive? How do we let in? And I find that a lot of intuition, a lot of trusting yourself comes in when you trust what's already there. You don't have to go out and do so much. You actually just have to come back and kind of reclaim that essence piece. So it feels like there's something in this around how do we go out with right action when we're doing things versus a control space and how do we learn how to receive and like how to nourish and how to take things in and consider, right? And like what the balance in our world is as there's more fear around, I mean, so many different things, right? In the world as we have more access to what's going on in the world, we see more and I think it causes more, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're connected even technologically, right? In that way. But there's something about the balance, I think, shifting here a little bit. And I feel like, and I'd be curious again, what you all think, but if for me, it feels like the next evolution of intuition is bringing in more balance with that feminine energy versus the control that's been coming out of fear for a couple of thousand years, personally. No, I'm in full agreement. I think even, you know, from, I wrote a book and it was generally about femininity and feminine energy. And I feel like the local, the green movement and the feminine movement are all really the same thing. Cause you know, even local, it's about your neighbors and connecting and you're helping Joe pay for his kids to go to college by going there. And you know, the green movement is just realizing like, wow, this nourishes us. We better, you know, it's a, it's really all about nourishing and women are so natural at that. It's just our thing, you know, we're just a gift it's part of being able to be a parent and give birth to a child. I think the empathic nature is very much part of women and not that men can't have it, but it's very part of women because you know, you have a baby, how do you know what they want? So that empathic gift or you have 10 children, how do you know which one's healthy and 
You know what I mean? Like you go into a room and it's like, they're sick, they need a hug, that person looks mean. And it's not here, it's just a woman scan mechanism. And I'm sure there's men who can do it as well, but I think as being the ch child bearers, it's part of that natural gift we have that's been buried, you know, through time. Yeah, thank you for bringing that. And what, can you say what your book is too? Yeah, it's called The Lotus Project, The Art of Being a Woman, and it's on Amazon. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was kind of my journey, and I learned the sacred feminine from my teacher, Maria, which we inter um, interviewed, and a couple other masters from the Himalayans, and they really taught me this feminine um, women thing that I never heard. I was just like, how could I not have heard this? And it made me delight in being a woman yeah. in like a very deep way. So Erica was raised with that kind of a yes. spin on yes. things. Yes, we've been to goddess retreats together. <laughs> and yeah, it's really it's really incredible what my mom knows. So, well, we are getting to the end of the episode. So Zandra, are there any last nuggets you want to leave our listeners before we finish up here? Go into the body around it. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, meeting both of you, I call it kind of like the psychic convention. I know they call it a bunch of other words, but I just call it the psychic convention because that's what everyone there is doing. But sort of meeting both of you and like hearing sort of how you're bringing medicine in and kind of your experiences with like being a human and like bringing in spirituality feels really, really amazing. And I just love that you're sharing these pieces with the world. And it was so funny because after meeting you all, to be totally fair, I actually had a couple people come in and have a psychic reading and had like a trauma response. They had so much stuff coming up through their system. And it was so interesting meeting both of you and talking about the intersection, right? And then to work with some people right afterwards that are so much craving connection with their spirit, but there's so much that kind of gets in the way and all the different ways and the healing, right? As you know, and ways to really tune into that frequency. And so it just feels like a special thing that we're all sort of working together in different ways and all these different sort of modalities. And it reminded me that the people that are called to us and the medicine we have so much has to do with the healing that we've done. And so I guess I'm leaving with a lot of the people that I end up seeing and working with are working through some really hard things. And I always tell people like, this is your medicine like this, what you're going through, you can offer to the world. So take your time with it, like really be in it. Stop trying to push it. Stop shaming yourself around it. Like whatever you're going through becomes your medicine. And I think there can just be a lot of like self-aggression, especially on the spiritual path to not like, you know, Oh, like, I just want to be at this spiritual place. And it's actually the more time you give your medicine to work through, the more you get to bottle that up and honor it to other people. So I was just appreciating the ways that you all are doing that individually and collectively sort of with what you're doing. And sort of, it reminded me of that symbolic web that we're all in together to kind of heal and honor each other. So just in gratitude for that and the kind of serendipitous stuff that I experienced too with it. Oh, yeah. Well, no, and that's, yeah, and that's a beautiful way to put that, to let people know their suffering has love, you know, it can have a lovely purpose at, at the end at the of end. it all, or as they go through it to learn, like you just said that beautifully. So thank you. That's wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much for being with us today. Yeah. Thank you guys. <laughs>
The episode isn't quite over yet, listeners. Or YouTubers. If you haven't given us a like, subscribed, left us a review, or commented on any platform, we would really appreciate you showing us some love here at the Magical Holistic Healing Arts. And remember, Kangen Water and our grab bag for the podcast. Thanks so much for listening, and stay vibrant out there.